Welcome back to the News and Views on Radio Network. Randall Nessabai, who is he? Well, I'll tell you who he is. Everybody in South Dakota knows who he is. Everybody in my neck of the woods, when you're close to the border, knows who he is. He is a state senator uh, in the South Dakota legislature. And uh, Senator Nessabai, good to have you back on News and Views. Thanks for coming on, sir. Hey, thank you for having us. It is a beautiful day in Pierre. We had fog last night, so all the trees are... Uh covered with frost and the sun is shining so it's a beautiful day in pierce south dakota well you're doing better than me when i drove up it was raining so all of a sudden it was like joel slow down uh because you know i was a it was a power lineman's nightmare uh, up here so hopefully the sun's gonna pop out i want to talk about it, something that you and the and the democratic caucus has always always supported which was getting rid of the sales tax on groceries in, in the governor's race uh, Governor Nome came out and said that now she is in favor of that. And I stress now because she wasn't before. She didn't get it done before. Now she's running into trouble from her own party. Can you walk me through this? How how can South Dakotans get that burden off themselves? Yeah, and it's been a long process. So so two days ago, the flags were at half staff here in front of the, the Capitol building because we were marking uh, that Dick Kelly had passed away. So he was a legislator 19 years ago. In 2004, he had a bill to eliminate, to phase out the sales tax on food. It was it was a Republican Dick Kelly and, uh, and Republican Ron Williamson that wanted to phase out the sales tax on food. They asked me to come up as an economist to testify and explain why this regressive tax should be should be phased out. Since then, Republicans have been less interested in cutting that tax, and it's been Democrats that have been leaving the charge on that. And when Christy Nome, there was some polls suggesting that she was behind um, last uh, last fall, and she grabbed this uh, grabbed this idea and uh, and campaigned and and used it to uh, to help win her reelection here in South Dakota. So right now, there's three bills. The governor has a bill that she has out there that would take off the four and a half cents that would remove the sales tax on food. Uh, two days ago, Orrin Lesmeister and I uh, introduced two more bills that would take off one cent and two cents off of that, because I don't think that she can get her four and a half cent repeal bill through the state Senate. And so I think it's essential that we at least get a penny or two off of this tax this year. If it fails, Joel, it's going to be because the governor has not been actively involved, right? One of the problems with the governor over the last four years is that she's oftentimes spending time out of state instead of being here and being a leader on these priorities. So if this bill fails in the South Dakota House and Senate, it will be in part because uh, Governor Christy Nome failed to uh, failed to work this and uh, and work her own caucus. So Democrats are, are united in, in making progress on this this year. So do you think it was a bluff? Do you think it was just a way to get votes and, and hey, wink, wink, nod, nod, you, I, I'm willing to lose this one because I'm not even up for four years and I just want to be on a national scale? Again, I think it's it's popular. I mean, there's there's polling suggesting that 70 or 80 percent of people really want a repeal of the sales tax on food. It's been popular nationwide. There's only three states left. It's only Mississippi, Alabama and South Dakota that have a full sales tax on food. I joke sometimes it's our regressive sales tax on food that puts the South in South Dakota. Right. It makes us like Mississippi and Alabama. <laughs> and it's just unfair. Right. It's just unfair because lower income people, working people pay a bigger share of their of their total expenses on food than do rich people. So 
working class people end up bearing a heavier, heavier burden of this. And so she should act on behalf of working class people and she should be working uh, her caucus in the House and the Senate to support for, the, you know, one of these bills. I've seen the numbers, and the way the numbers roll out, it doesn't look as though it isn't something that South Dakota can easily afford. I mean, you have the money. So what what excuse is is the majority party, the Republican Party, giving at the legislative level for not doing this? I mean, what, what possible reason could they give for not doing this? Well, I, again, one of the things that uh, that Senator Schoenbeck has brought up is that we need a new state penitentiary and that we are going to spend tens, if not you know, hundreds of millions of dollars here on, on new penitentiary facilities across the state and that we're going to need the revenue for, uh, for that reason. Um, and I think if you're really concerned about how much we're spending on prisons, I think what you need to do is we need to have a broader conversation about what we're doing for sentencing and that we need to have far more resources for those who have mental health troubles and who have addiction. You know, we're trying to we're trying to uh, incarcerate ourselves out of a of a public health problem. And what we really need is a lot more access to, uh, to for people to be able to uh, deal with their drug and alcohol addiction. A lot of people listening to you call Minnesota home, uh, Montana home, obviously North Dakota and in, in our South Dakota audience that's listening to you right now. In the North Dakota side, uh, the, the price per inmate in the North Dakota uni- uh, penitentiary system is over $40,000. I want to say $42,000. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is in South Dakota, but with what you just described, you can. It's a lot cheaper for counseling. It's a lot cheaper to deal with addiction, um, and yet it, it's like ramming your head into a door to try to get that across, Senator. Right, and and I'm envious. You in North Dakota have made some strides in the last few years to uh, to focus far more on rehabilitation and making sure that the the people coming out of prison are in better shape than they than they they were going in. And so I think that South Dakota could learn a lot from the, the approach that North Dakota has taken to corrections. The other thing I'd noticed, other than we could learn from North Dakota, I was up there uh, this summer for a conference. I was talking to some of the Republican lawmakers, and, and we were, I was talking about the fact that here in South Dakota, that uh, Republicans meet behind closed doors in our caucus meetings all the time. And when I told the Republican uh, legislators, they said, oh, well, we sometimes will have closed caucus meetings, but... Yeah, we'd never do it in the people's building. We at least take it, you know, to a hotel or a restaurant or somewhere else to uh, to have that kind of meeting. Yeah, I, I I look at where we're going here in the upper Midwest, and you you end up when you have super majorities like the ones you're having to deal with in in North Dakota, for example, and the the caucuses divide, and then it becomes an issue of how far right can we go on some of these issues, and of course. The mo- one of the most regressive tax that I could possibly imagine would be a tax on groceries. You know, it right. isn't. It, it, everybody's got to buy a carton of eggs. Everybody's got to buy a carton of milk. I mean, th- this is one of the most unfair tax in the world, Senator. Well, right. I I agree with you, Joel. And and it isn't just that. I mean, it applies to baby formula. Right. It applies. To, it applies to baby food. We're you know, we're taxing food out of baby bottles and off of uh, high chairs uh, in the process. So it isn't we're just taxing food off of people's tables. But, you know, for, for those with uh, with children, formula is really expensive. Go, you know, you go and you look at a package of that that's 30 or 40 bucks. And then you think about that four and a half percent 
uh, sales tax that the state is making on it. And I just, you know, it makes me shake my head. Yeah. So where do you go from here? I mean, what what pressure with the as small a caucus is what you have? How do you keep the heat on so that you finally at the end of this legislative session in Pierre have this done? This has been a goal of yours and your caucuses for a long time. I mean, is this shell game going to continue or do you, with all the experience that you bring to this, feel that this year you're going to get something done? I We need to get something done this year. And 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 I, I guess since we I have the radio audience here listening, I, I really need folks in South Dakota to reach out to their legislators. I really need you to, to call and email or talk to them when when they're back for uh, legislative coffees is, is let your legislator know that this is a priority for you, that you think that this is important. And and we need a whole bunch of Republicans to uh, to be um, to be in favor of this. And again, I think it is consistent with Republican values, right? It's a way to to be advocating for smaller government, a less intrusive government. To uh, it's a it's a, a life issue in terms of making sure that people have access to their to their basic needs. And so um, I hope you know Republicans and Democrats can unite to get this done. And I hope that Governor Nome really steps up and and uh, and takes the lead here and starts making phone calls and working her own caucuses to. Uh, to get this done, and if we can't get the four, you know, the full four and a half percent done, then let's at least take off a penny or two this year, and then let's revisit it again next year and do it again. South Dakota State Senator Reynolds and Nesabad, one of the good ones, folks. Uh, Senator, good to have you on. Thanks for giving us time. I know how busy you are, and yet you still gave us some. So appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, Joel. I'm off to uh, to Senate State Affairs. Okay. Maybe, so. Thanks. <laughs> good luck to you, buddy. Okay. Bye bye.